0: Medicare Plans Insurance Solutions, and Resource Agency. We have a variety of plans and products that fit your needs, benefit requirements, and budget. With many low or no-cost premium plans, zero
1: co-pays, and much more, our Licensed Benefits Advisors' priority is
0: your health and well-being. Call us today and book your no-obligation consultation. 1-929-367-5269. welcome back to the morocco channel edition with your host hurricane age uh, new day new show new topic new guest uh again morocco channel is our latest edition uh, in the nbc network and that is to highlight moroccans of the world their successes and also uh, interest in morocco and moroccan culture and of course every topic every session we'll bring in a guest who is of moroccan descent or someone who is interested in working in morocco doing business in morocco but the idea is to bring the culture, the, the 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 to celebrate the successes of Moroccans all over the world. And I have with me today, someone special, uh, someone that I've known for over 30 years uh, and who we went to the same school. We actually worked at the same you know uh, company initially. And this was, uh, we're talking about 30 plus years ago, uh, a success story in the United States. And um, uh, I am proud to have him with me today. And, uh, and just to bring his career path shared with Moroccans of the world, and of course, anyone that's watching the show, this is an opportunity to hear uh, a career story, uh, to hear about a person's journey into success in a different country and in, and in, in, in part of the world, and making it to potentially some of the highest levels within the industries that they actually picked up. So, without any further ado, I, I would meet Simo Saraj. And um, he is the head of products uh, in a banking institution, and we'll talk about what that looks like. But before we go into the details of what he does today, we want to go back to his story and his journey. First thing, Sir, so Simo, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm glad to see you.
0: Uh, listen, it's a pleasure, man.
1: Yeah, it has been, what, a couple of years. Last time I saw you, he was down here in Orlando. So it was. it's always nice to talk to you and to see you.
0: Yeah, last 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 was nice to get together with a bunch of us. And uh, well, we do that every now and then we are, I'm in Florida. We actually try to get you know our alumni together and maybe do a reunion. And we've done a couple of those already. Uh, sometimes it's hard to get everybody, and you know, we're all over the maps. So. <laughs> and so, so Simo, let's talk about you know uh, where we started. I mean, uh, education background. Obviously, uh, we have a lot of similarities. We're Moroccans of birth and an origin, and uh, we've met the first time at the Higher Institute of uh, International Higher Institute of Tourism, which is one of the the largest and more. I would I always compare it to an Ivy League, you know, format here in the States. So just to give people a little bit of an understanding, it's top, you know, in Morocco and, and the north, you know, uh, north of Africa, as well as Middle East and even some parts of the Mediterranean. So, so we met there. Uh, let's talk about your journey from that point on and, and, and just how it all started.
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, uh, went to Tangier, uh, the City Superior of National Tourism, I think that was around 1989, 1993. after that came here 1994 came to work for disney as part of their international college program that took me a year and a half from there it was just a transition period where i started looking for colleges to finish my my education ucf obviously since disney here in orlando i ended up looking at a few universities one of them was university of central florida so that was my first um program i since my degree it wasn't a full Year degree, So I had to take retake some classes, um, finished my bachelor there, and then went to work for an investment company. This, these are the mid-90s. So there were a lot of dot-com kind of companies, uh, the bubble of the stock market. I was working for a trading investment company, uh, and I took the opportunity to go back to school with them because they were financing uh, my education. So I worked with them a year and a half, maybe two years. After that, the stress level was too much and I couldn't juggle between it, between my day job and, and school. So I ended up going back to school full-time, um, finished my master's and I got my first job out of, um, out of a, a regional bank, Crestar, that was bought by Centrust. And I stayed with Centrust until, I think I spent maybe 12, 13 years with them. Took different roles. Uh, they were nice enough to uh, pay for all my education, and I ended up finishing my CPA, certified public accountant, with them. I started just an entry-level position, financial analyst, and moved from there to different roles. It was mainly on the card division, so that was a back then a lot of banks they they created a separate division for the card operation uh, for tax reason and also for legal reasons. So I was the, working in that division of Centris. From there, we start. I start moving up to different roles. The last role I took with them was the CFO, their Chief Financial Officer. Um, before we sold the portfolio to MBNA, uh, we sold the consumer portfolio to MBNA. Uh, we sold the merchant service to First Data, uh, and the, the company became too small. So I moved to. The real banking or the true banking, because card division is just a separate. Usually, it's a, just a separate um, area within within the bank. I moved to the core banking, which is deposit and loan, and I moved to the commercial real estate. Um, and acted as their chief financial officer for for the, the commercial commercial real estate division. We moved that book of business from three billion to twelve billion. This is the the growth of all the commercial real estate. So we were selling a lot of commercial loans. Uh, And then the 2008, 2009 hits. And so we had to convert all the commercial relationship managers to special asset officers or shrink the portfolio down to minimize the bank exposure. At that time, it was too, uh, too stressful because obviously a lot of the clients that we were helping and lending, you become their collection. So a lot of the relationship manager left the bank. And at that time, a friend of mine called me out of Fifth Third. He was um, based off of New York. He said, hey, there was an opportunity to move to uh, a Midwest bank, uh, Fifth Third. I said, as long as they're willing to allow me to work for more land, I'd be more than happy to do it. So he said, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. And I moved, I worked in their treasury management division. From there, I moved to, within that division, to different roles. The last role I took with them was the head of their deposit and liquidity. This is where, if you think about banking in general, you can segregate the banking into the three divisions. You have retail banking, that's a consumer like you and I. Then you move to commercial, that support business, uh, whether it's a small business, uh, middle market, or large corporates. Uh, and within that division, that's where I use... To work and then you have investment banking that support merger or an acquisition uh, so within the commercial division i was managing the deposit and liquidity so when you think about commercial clients or businesses they have liquidity needs whether deposit or they need to make some type of investment if they have excess cash so i was responsible of building the product that will meet their needs and also um, on the bank side it helps the bank fund its balance sheet so the banking you, you basically take deposit and you turn around and lend it um, at a margin, and that's your spread. So as long as you keep that deposit to finance your lending, you're making the spread, which is slightly different than any business. So if you think about a lot of businesses, liquidity, it's an issue. You try to uh, to, to, to manage your business, you always need that cash. Banking, they don't need the cash because you, have, you are flush with deposit. You're getting deposit from consumers, businesses, uh, and as long as you are capable of lending that money and capable of giving the money back to the depositor, you should be fine. So this is the asset liability management. And if you can master that, 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 the, the movement of funds, then you should be fine. You have no problem because you always have excess liquidity and and you can lend that, that cash and, and make a spread. So I would, for fifth Vifter, And then for 11 years, a friend of mine who moved to work for a bank out of Michigan, it was the last bank out of Michigan State. uh, It was around, I think, 20 billion, 18 billion. And he said, Hey, I need someone to run the Treasury uh, management group. He was uh, a friend that I worked at Fifth, Third. He was the head of the product team and he needed someone to manage the deposit and liquidity for the bank. I joined him. It was uh, it was interesting because it, we were building the whole team from from scratch. We were also building a lot of products. From there, we started uh, acquiring other banks. Uh, moved to uh, we bought another bank, TCF Bank, uh, which made the bank of fifty billion in assets. For and they had footprints from from the east all the way to uh, Mississippi. Uh, $50 billion in less than a year, the bank ended up being bought by Hamilton Bank, which is a, a large regional bank out of Ohio, Columbus. Uh, when that bank bought us, they offered me the role to be the head of their deposit and liquidity, which is the exact same role I had at Fifth Third. Um, and I did that role for uh, a year. And same thing against someone who I knew from prior, from my days back at Centrus. Reach out to me and they said, Hey, this is there is a bank out of Florida, we grow so fast, and we we're a point where we need to start building our commercial uh, division, and we need to start introducing a product that I meet mean, the, the commercial client needs. So what he called me, it was inter- it was attracted to me because for multiple reasons. Firstly, it's building a whole team from scratch, building a whole product. And that's fun. I mean, that's the fun part of the work, because when you start building all these new solutions on the treasury side, this is a, what you see a lot of the FinTech, a lot of the technology, uh, and a lot of the, 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 the innovation side of the banking. It's not just deposit and loan. This is more where you start talking about payments, the different channels where you can make payments, the different way you, where you can move data between the clients. So it's more techy a little bit, but mm-hmm. also has that banking components so that was very attractive to me because it was an extension of, okay, I'm taking my knowledge in banking and couple it with the technology side. Uh, so I joined them and the goal is to build up the whole team. So I'm in the process right now. I hired a few folks and the process is to grow the whole team. And we have a whole suite of product managers and product analysts, and then we'll start introducing new, new products to, to, to meet the client needs. And so basically when a lot of these banks, when they reach that 10 billion threshold, they are more, so if you think of a community bank, they, they are focused on, on retail or consumer. They reach the 10 billion. From a compliance perspective, it doesn't make sense to stay within that threshold. So we have to grow to a higher level. And what the, there are two ways to do it. Either you keep acquiring other banks mm-hmm. or you have to move to the middle market and you start targeting businesses where you make more money because that's where you charge more fees on the TM side, and that's what we're doing. So that's the strategy to keep growing. We're actually doing on both sides. Keep acquiring more banks, and that's why you see me traveling all the time <laughs> in the region in Florida, and at the same time, trying to build all these solutions so we can start tapping to uh, a middle market and large clients. So that's basically um, my path, my career path since 1994, in banking uh, yeah so that's basically what's uh, and ended up being here now so right now i'm uh, i manage the, the the product team at the at, at, uh, c Bank.
0: well simo first of all that that's you you crunched in you know not almost 28 years <laughs> in 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 a very short you know time frame here uh, that's a lot of information. And first of all, I I, I just, you know, I'm i in awe because I'm I'm listening to all your success. And you talk about some big terms and and you know, you're making it sound very little, but it's powerful stuff. I mean you talk about managing portfolios and, and billions of dollars over the, the course of your career path. And uh, I'm talking about large institutions and bank, you know, banking, you know, uh companies that they're really are affecting, you know, millions of lives of Americans. Uh, and I'm not even sure if some of those banks actually operate, you know, worldwide, but it sounds like it's it's a huge stuff, and you know uh, we just want to bring break that down a little bit. You know, from the beginning to to today. I mean, uh, that's a great you know range of things. And so I want to just go back a little bit to, yeah. to the the, inis- the initial you know days in terms of uh, the part of the education piece and 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 the type of uh, path you took there to get you into the banking. Or was that you know? So the first question is, was that intentional? Did you plan to actually get into the financial piece? Because I know your background originally was. In uh, in uh, you know hospitality, but it was in the you know financial, I guess the uh, the, the business side of the the hospitality, and then and then. Uh, was that? I'm, I'm assuming that was the part of it. So you, in in terms of French, you know, suggestion and you know that's what in the, the in the uh, institute, right? And I think you went to the next level, and then you came here, and then you, you after working at Disney, you went into this uh, education platform, you know, the the UCF or any of the other universities that you attended. But the selection was to do uh, an MBM assuming, right? That was the, the the if I'm not you know mistaken, correct?
1: Yeah. So we, I mean. My uh, interest in finance was actually even before l'Institut uh, Superior International Tourisme because that was my, my high school was in a specialized high school. Nice. So I, in Morocco, I went to a technical school, Les uh, Orangers in Rabat, which it was one of the few technical schools where they actually, early in high school, they, they focus on specific tracks, either finance, accounting, or architecture. So I took the, the accounting track. Uh, and then after my graduation from high school, there were two options, either to go to uh, a school out of Casablanca, which is, has a focus more on finance, or out of Tangier. I ended up picking Tangier because of the environment. It was more fun. So I <laughs> spent the four years, and it was the right decision. I think it was one of the best decisions because um, the the experience to me was not just the, the the contents and what you learn in school, but also the interaction with the with a lot of the friends, some of them actually, well, like yourself. I mean, we have some of my friends from Tangier. I'm still in contact with them, and it was one of the best four years. So when I came here, I always kept in mind that that background. I want to go back to finance. Uh, so when I worked for Disney, uh, less than six months, I start looking at options. What do I need to do to go back to school? And I was definitely going back to a uh, business school, whether it's finance or accounting, something in. in um, the, takes me back to 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 my my roots which is to me was the finance track not the business not the the tourism track
0: so thank you simo and 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 it's important to highlight that because for our audience especially moroccan younger you know moroccans today i think it's important to realize that whatever you're doing at the high school level or or just past that level in terms of college, you know, it's time to start thinking, you know, correctly and and focusing your path, knowing what you want really from your path. And, and it seems that you had already, you know, a clear understanding of where you want to be. And so all along, you were working towards that. Doesn't matter what it was, but you were finding the next best thing that's going to guide you towards where you are today. And so, so that's a big point for our folks out there because Anywhere in the world, actually, that's an important piece. But for you know the young Moroccans, uh, we want to encourage them that they need to uh, understand what they want first, and then they have to set a path. And it's going to be a lot of different movements, you know, left and right, whatever. But the idea is you have to set that foundation. Sorry, you, you yeah. wanted to say something? Yeah.
1: No, I was just going to say I wasn't. I mean, in high school, you don't know what you you want, so it wasn't like I knew exactly what to do. But I knew I liked numbers. Uh, so,
0: i love that
1: <laughs> yeah so i like numbers and to me uh all the math and science classes were fun so it was like a challenge almost like a a, a, a game so every challenge so i kept looking for that challenge so every problem uh to me was like a uh, playing a game uh and i kept seeking because there was a reward and a satisfaction that i found by taking those classes um and, and that's what, so it wasn't like a career, hey, I want to go back to finance or do it. It was just me, I want to go back to that environment where I can be challenged mentally. And I knew for some reason I found a way that's a methodology that I can learn the the, the, the system and earn that, that content much better, than, much better than other things. So, uh, and back even in high school, some of my professors, they said, hey, you're good at this stuff. And they're with their motivation and trying to incent me to go further and actually that was one of the reasons because one of my professors said hey listen i think you will do well if you stick in in math environment because you are good at it so i kept just looking for past or ways to go back to that math classes and and learn more because it was a fun
0: well and no it, well, thank, well thank you for that but but that i would call that uh, almost uh, a sign i mean you know you you try to you start finding yourself in an area and 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 that's the main important. I mean, maybe you didn't know exactly it was going to be finance banking, but you knew what your area would be and where you enjoy yourself. And I think that's important. People have to kind of like, sometimes some people are into literature. They love to read and write. Then, then you know where you need to be. Uh, And early on I was in in science and, you know, and and biology. And I almost literally, I mean, I I was registered to, to military medical school, but I didn't do it. I wound up with with you in in Tangier for, for the fun stuff. but but the idea is that, you know, everybody has a different angle. I was, you know, Always talkative, so, you know, hospitality was like a natural fit for me. So that's one thing. But everybody is different in terms of that. But at the early on, there are signs, right? Everybody has, like, you know, if you're a parent right now and you're a younger person that's that's aspiring to the future, and you're probably watching the world's success stories and today with social media, we see a lot of that. Everybody is looking at these, you know, people with beautiful houses, cars, billionaires, millionaires, everybody wants to be there. But it starts at a certain point to understand you and understand where you are at any given point. You you were young enough, but you're already started realizing like you know, you love, you had the passion for numbers. And numbers you can be a mathematician, you can be an accountant, you can be in the finance. I mean, that's the numbers are also kind of they have their own drive. But you took it upon that. Now you one thing led to the other. you graduated from the Institute, you came to Disney, That's an opportunity that opened up the doors to the states. and also a whole different. I mean that that was an experience on its own. and we can take a minute about that. but I know you know, working in Disney was also a lot of education in a way because the way the operations and you can see how those those uh, you know park themes and how they operate, I mean, one of the largest corporations in the world, uh, and even them, they they run a big business opportunity and a lot of numbers there too. So so doing that, and then then finally finding you know the next path in education, and therefore you went to um, uh, finalizing your I guess your credits here because of the I guess the uh, moving from one country to the other, the 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 education maybe yeah, yeah. So you had to actually uh, make that you know uh, complete, and then you went to a, a full MBA program or master's program. And it, it was in the finance. And then, so now that was kind of like clear, you know, in, in the finance, you're in, you're in the banking. Then you went to CPA. Now, now for our audiences, that is probably one of the toughest, <laughs> you know, tests that you can do, you take, you know, an exam that you can take nationally, you know, in, in the States. I mean, a lot of people actually have this stuff, but not everybody makes a CPA. If you don't mind, can you just guide, you know, some of our, you know, listeners and viewers today, like what that entails, you know, to actually become a CPA. So,
1: so yeah. So when I went back to school, uh, my my track was a, a, so it was an MBA, a general MBA with a, with a focus on finance. And finance, it's abroad. I mean, it's yeah. you can do a lot of things with a degree in finance. You can work in banking. You can work in any institution. It is any any for profit institution. To be honest with you, you would be able to work there because there is a set of skills that you acquire through that program. So when I worked and I working with. Uh, with Centrust, uh they they we had the the tuition reimbursement program and they were willing to pay for my college so even after i finished my mba i found i was in finance and since i was going to moving up i was at some point the controller and to move to the next level which is the uh, the the cfo for for the bank card division i had to get the broad knowledge of accounting uh, and and so I went back to school to get a, a second master's, and that was a master's in accounting, uh, just to get the general uh, knowledge of the accounting. And that was one of the best decisions I made. And since master's in accounting give you enough credits to sit for the CPA, I said, "What the heck? Let's I'll I'm, I'm taking the classes. So let's go ahead and apply for the CPA." And I took the exam. I didn't need the CPA certification, to be honest with you, to do what I'm doing because right, yeah. I was actually going to go work in a, a public okay. sector. Yeah, uh, so you need a certification if you're going to become an auditor or you open your own practice uh, as in a, a CPA. To me, I was working for a corporate environment. It's nice to have the certification. Um, so, sorry, my, let me, I think this, I got to charge the phone. All right, no worries. So yeah, I was saying so I went back to the 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 CPA exam and it was one of the 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 nicer thing to do because it allowed me to take that accounting knowledge and use it at work and if you think about any business, you need it's almost like the language of business. Um, you need to understand how to read an income statement, how to read a balance sheet. Any business, there are revenues and expenses. It's the same methodology. It gives you the framework on how to understand and read a financial statement. Uh, whether you're in banking, entertainment, hospitality, food and beverage, it's exactly the same thing. Uh, so. And that knowledge actually allowed me to move to other areas within the bank. So when I moved to the commercial real estate, it was also applying some of that knowledge in accounting and finance to businesses. Because when you're in a lending practice, there are some ratios. And if you think about it, the ratios that the end the right to take, they are trying to see if the business will be able to make the payments and what they the decision or the ratio that they're using, those are based on financial statements that are... Following mean, accounting rules, so it gives you that knowledge, and you keep adding on the top of it. So, and and that's how uh, I ended up in a commercial real estate, and then you move to other departments, you learn more, but you always, it's almost like you're, you keep adding to that knowledge from oh, wow. the basic or the foundation, which is the accounting side of it.
0: Well, I mean, again, to your point, I mean, there's there's the base, the foundation. You add more layers to it, you become a better and more expert in in all these 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 other angles, and and just that's how you expand. Uh, so, so one thing I wanted to you mentioned there, um, you went to work first for a bank, uh, you know, after I think the bachelor's, right? And then there was a tuition reimbursement program that you took advantage, you know, of. And so the reason I want to highlight this is because sometimes people, especially in in Morocco or, you know, uh, they, they think, okay, well, how do I go proceed in education overseas? Because we know how that works. It's not easy, you know, to first to get into another country and then apply and the cost is high. But if someone has the opportunity to do that, you know, uh, what you, you've you done is actually, uh, I actually give that advice to sometimes to people when they tell me like, you know, uh, do I get into a job, you know, after my bachelor's or do I, you know, uh, get a master's degree? I usually tell them, find a job to, this is just my opinion, find a job in your career path and then start learning the skills. And then at the same time, see if you can, advance your education in that realm and then hopefully that be- makes you more because you have both experience and stuff because a lot of companies today they want some experience yeah. before they even give you a job but, but the advantage you had is that you seek the company that, that had you know um, the ability to invest in you and your education and I think that's available in the states for a lot of opportunity a lot of companies do provide that as a, as a benefit for employees so you literally manage all aspects I mean you did the right math right, right away you figured out it's learning You'll get in all the scope, and then you get also your tuition reimbursement, which gives you an opportunity to maximize your knowledge, and you did that. And and so for, for our audiences, it is an advice. If you are trying to figure yourself out, I mean, here's a great example in front of us you know, of of how to plan correctly and get the maximum opportunity. Uh, so what do you say to that to our folks, just to give them some quick advice on that?
1: Yeah, so and actually go even further. Before before me joining the bank, it's before when I joined Disney. So part of it's because uh, I didn't have the money to to uh, to pay for my education. So by applying and coming here to the States to work for Disney, it was just a transition period because I know that's a bridge. It will allow me to integrate in the system, mm-hmm. adapt, find housing, uh, improve my language, do my research. All this stuff while I was working at Disney, my, I knew my focus obviously was a year program, uh, or a year and a half, depending if you do an extension. But I knew I'm not gonna stay there, so I took that opportunity that time when I was at Disney to start doing research, looking for housing. And because, and I I started at this at UCF as an international college student, and the tuition was three times the in state tuition, mm. um, so and. That didn't stop me because I said, okay, I'm going to do, if I have to do maybe one or two classes a semester, I don't have to take three or four classes. I'm going to, so to, to minimize the, the my expenses. Luckily for me, so when I joined the, the bank, the bank, they had a program, and this is the majority of a lot of large institutions in the States. They have a tuition reimbursement. As long as it's tied to something that you do yes. uh, at work, they would pay for your tuition. And the tuition reimbursement gave me enough money to pay uh, for my classes while I was working. Uh, and that's how I ended up making, not actually paying for my MBA, but as, as I mentioned, I paid for my MBA, for my master's in accounting, for my certification. I took a couple other certifications. I always found that that's, I think it doesn't matter what level you're in. you are. You, you, you have to keep learning. You have to, you have to stay an eternal learner because that's how you differentiate yourself, and that's how you improve a lot of everyone has a degree now. In, uh, so if you go to apply for a job, everyone has the same degree. But to what makes you different when you have degree and knowledge in different disciplines? So if you go back to, we we all had degree from l'Institut Super-International Tourism So that's a more focus on a specialized industry. And then when I moved and moved to the finance and accounting, that gave me a, a different perspective, a different knowledge. And from there, um, moved to, banking and that's a completely in even within the banking i moved from different areas just to keep challenging myself so i started in operation a financial analyst side which in the bank card division and within that bank card division i never stayed in the same role more than two years i moved to the different divisions and when you it keeps challenging myself but at the same time i'm acquiring all these skills a lot of that knowledge you can transfer with you in other new roles and you become Well, you are that person who knows a lot without realizing it. Uh, And that background you take with you, that's what makes you attractive. And that's what sells you to other, whether departments within the bank or other companies outside the bank. So I kept applying that logic throughout all my career, trying to learn, even in my role, to be honest with you, even right now in my role, as when I was the head of um, uh, deposit and liquidity at, at Chemical Bank, uh, I went back to school and I took a data science certification. It's in eight, eighteen months, completely different because I know in the treasury management space a lot of things that are moving towards from a just liquidity and and technology and product offering to more data. Data become a big thing, so I went back because I want to learn more, and that gave me an edge. So when I within the product management space, you have a lot of product managers. Yes, they know how to. To manage a product, they know how to build a product, they know this the technical side of banking. Now I'm adding all this data scientist stuff to it. And it gives me a broad perspective and it gives me a competitive advantage against my peers. And also it, it helps me when I'm building a product, I have that broad perspective
0: of the, the solution. So thank you, Simo, for that. That's very powerful stuff that you said there. First thing is you you made a very deep comment about. You know, when you came here to the States, I mean, you know that Disney was going to be a transition, which, you know, and they expect it to. I mean, when they hire us, you know, they know that you're going to be there for a year, whatever, year and a half, and ultimately you're going to move on with life. But, but it is a path that helps, but, but, you know, the key here is that you did not have the ability to, you know, or means right away to actually go into those schools, but you you figured it out. And, and I think for people that are listening today, especially people that are aspiring to maybe come to the States or maybe go anywhere in the world and say, well, maybe I don't have the financial backing, whatever, there is a will, there is a way, and you just have to be smart about it. And once you're there, you got to find a path. Uh, you know, a door, you know, and you get into that door and you got going to find that next bridge to, so you say you, you use the word bridge, powerful stuff. And then from there on, you knew that, yes, you got to pay a little on the extra side because it's an international program, but yeah, let's get started there. And so, and also you kept going on like, how am I going to get better and become different and highlight myself over the competition? Because to your point, there are a lot of people with degrees, what makes you different? Now that takes me to the next con- question is that you are being a, uh, a foreigner, you know, originally coming to the States, you know, can you please highlight to our folks, you know, uh, especially the, the younger, you know, folks that are like aspiring to maybe, you know, uh, a career path, whether in Morocco or out there or outside of Morocco or in the States or any part of the world, you know, what that means, you know, to compete in a world where you're actually the newbie, you know, your newcomer. And 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 that is not easy. But at the same time, you are actually a, a terrific example of success story where you've you've challenged all that, you became more educated, more, you know, diversified and more appealing and attractive, attractive to most of these companies. And these are companies that have been in existence and they they have a lot of other stars that they can pick from, but you are one of the top and the elite that to pick from. So how to get people to actually you know conceive that
1: so yeah if you think about it every person has strengths and weaknesses obviously being a foreigner to the u.s luckily i mean the use in the states it's not maybe the same as other countries you have a very diverse uh, workforce yeah. uh, you go to a lot of corporations you have people from around the world and so you have indians chinese moroccans uh, language can be a challenge obviously because you don't master the language and, and so that's always going to be handicap, but it shouldn't be a big challenge, because it's a technical side. So people, they look at your skills as a, uh, in that space. So as the, you master, you're not going to be you're not a writer, or, or as long as you can communicate and articulate what you're trying to say. Uh, it was never a challenge in the US here, because we have a lot of technical side, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, engineers on it side. Um, they, they actually they're more uh reserved than some of the cultures like Moroccans that are usually very open-minded. They, they integrate easily with other cultures. So that was never an issue. Uh, it was like all, I mean, it was the same challenge for other persons that were born and raised here. Same challenges for me. It's what do you bring and what do you bring to the table? It's basically, it's your experience and your education. The more you know, it was never about, hey, you are Moroccan. It was, well, what do you bring as a person? And I bring the technical side and what you bring, it's all your experiences, so whether it's language, whether it's your experience living uh, uh, outside your home, living in other places, working at Disney in different, and getting exposed to different side of the, the operation side of Disney, whether it's food and beverage, entertainment, uh, retail, mm-hmm. all that stuff, that, that what makes you, these are your strengths. And obviously there are some weaknesses, and you try to know exactly what are your weaknesses and you try to improve and and, and and minimize them. And when they look at the option, they look at all things and hopefully we, they will make the right decision.
0: Well, that, that is powerful. And I think that's important message for our folks here, our audiences for today's show is that, you know, uh, one of the advantages to your point in the States is that it's all about who you are and what you bring to the table. Uh, most of the time, you know, Where you're from and what your background, what maybe religion, all that stuff may not be as as relevant as to your point in some other parts of the world. But so so for people, don't get discouraged of who you are. Just make sure that you prove who you are by your education, your expertise, and what you bring to the table. And don't sell yourself short. So and 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 I agree to that. I mean, I had a similar path, you know, where that was not a challenge for me. I mean, actually, that was an, I would say a strength: the fact that I was coming from overseas and with a different <laughs> angle, and you know, so that actually sometimes to your benefit. And 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 you perfectly stated it that there are people from all over the world here, and that's the, the beauty about being in the states and the opportunity. Here it's all about if you have what it takes to drive the business and succeed, you will succeed. No one can stop you. Now there are hurdles, and there's always kind of like things in the way that come up. Um, so these are small challenges sometimes that we all have to deal with. There's no, I don't think there's anything that doesn't come with a challenge in life. So you do have that, but it's how you navigate those, you know, and maneuver with them. Speaking of which, did you have any challenges in in this path? Of course. Yeah. I, mean,
1: yeah. I think everyone will face challenges and uh, that's a part of the, the path. I mean, to and if you break it down, it doesn't matter what you do in your life, whether it's you want to have a career in a specific industry or, or you want to become an athlete, if you break it down to small goals. So, hey, like the first time when I, I, I never um, aspired to, to be a a, a head of product within the bank. What well, my role first was hey, I just want to keep growing in my position. And I looked, maybe my short term goals. What can I do? It's small increments and small goals. Yeah, there are setbacks. There was something that kind of, and that's a part of the challenge because the, when you, you, you have a setback, you go back and learn from it and it keeps you in. And actually, that's what makes you unique and different. The more challenges you have, and it, it's almost like a, a, a mental memory or a Workouts, we call it muscle memory. It's the same thing because now you say, "Oh, this has happened to me in the past. It's not on. It's not a problem. So I can go back and learn from this and and move to other positions." So at some point in my career, in one of the banks that we actually were reducing, so I was one of the impacted folks that gave me an opportunity. So I could easily sit down and say, "Hey, this is a big problem for me. Now I'm losing my job." I took that an that as an opportunity. I went back, to take more. Some additional classes, and I moved to an area completely new for for it was new to me. And I challenged myself. It took me um, a couple of years to learn that industry within the banking, but it was one of the best decision because now not only I knew that word of that side of banking, now I know a completely different side of banking, and they complement each other. It gave me a competitive advantage because not only. I know my job, but I know what the other. So when I was talking to folks that are on the other side doing what I used to do, I can understand what they need. I can talk their language on their technical side.
0: Well, Simo, that is powerful because because what you stated there is just mindset. You know, you are in the mindset that, you know, you can, it's how you see things and you do not take those as limitations you take them as opportunities and just you know a way for you to improve and move on and some i think that's a powerful message also today is that things are going to get thrown in your life and and what you need to do is not look at them like oh my it's the end of the 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 line it's actually just you know a a, a shift to a different line and that line will actually get you much stronger and sometimes that is for a good purpose and believe it or not sometimes we don't know what's good for us until it happens and it just throws you in a better, you know, uh, light, and 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 you did that. But it's all about attitude and the way you think about things. And I think you know it's powerful to send that today. That no matter what you face, and by the way, this is for global message. Doesn't matter what you experience in life. It, there's two ways you can either you know collapse and just you know you know say this is the end, or say you know what I love this. This is a good. You use the word challenge. I'm gonna take the challenge and i will make it and prove you know to myself that I can do this and. Do whatever it takes. You took two years to actually reset and do stuff, but you've learned, you know, more and came back stronger than before, and that's a powerful thing. So again, these, by the way, Mashallah. I would say, you know, God bless, you know, with all this, you know, and that. And I'm so proud of you, man. And uh you know, I'm. I, we've 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 disconnected for a long time, and I'm hearing all this stuff. I'm. I'm you have no idea how excited about <laughs> about what you've done yeah. and, and the work you've done, dude. And I think that's powerful for our audiences to to see what it takes. It is, you know, yeah, it sounds like easy. You know, Simos uh, is he was, he was summarizing this whole career path in about 40 minutes worth of discussion. But there's a lot of stuff that's in between. But the bottom line is that from the beginning, there were certain traits to him. And, and what he's done is he's got some plans, he's always looking at short-term goals. As you said, you one goal at a time, you break one, and you move to the next. You have the vision, you have the your long-term goal, but you're working. And then the paths are opening. That's the other thing. You know, sometimes know the big vision But you don't know which door is going to open first and so on. And you got to like open one, then you open the next one and you keep moving left, right, up, down until you get to the next stage and the next stage and never stop. And what I loved about what we said, even today, you even, you know, now in a new role, you still learn things because you always want to upgrade your knowledge and your skills to be always optimum and at the highest level, because that's the other thing. We don't stop learning. Every day is a learning experience for all of us. The minute you say that I got this, the minute you actually lose. There is no such thing because everything keeps moving. Now it's like, you know, it's like an accident when you crash, you know, the <laughs> the force stops, right? That we call the whiplash. We don't want that. We want to be going with the flow and with the force continuously. And that's the only way to do it is by learning more and being proactive all the time. And don't don't blame the world, don't blame issues, don't blame things. You have control. Uh what will you say to that scene? Yeah,
1: so just two points there before we so th- th- First, what I say, it's almost like a business plan. I think a lot of businesses, you have a, a strategic goal, usually a five-year plan. And you set the goal for, uh, for the five years, and you then you narrow that goal to a tactical, which is, hey, what I'm going to do this year or next quarter to meet that five-year goal. And you start working on those small changes just for the month. That will, And by focusing on the tactical side, you end up achieving your strategic goal, which is uh, that strategic goal is usually maybe three or four goals max. Uh, and that's what a lot of businesses, that's what we do in business. You set the goal for five years and you set the tactics, which is the sh- small things that you're gonna do. Obviously you can't control all the environments around you. So what you do, you adjust. So you're navigating every month and adjusting and resetting your, your tactics to get to your final goal. If you could say, first well, I want to become a manager or head of this department, that's a big goal. So maybe the, break it down to small goals and and it will be achievable. Uh, uh, I just want to be something smaller than that. And by the way, when we say learning, it's we're not talking about just formal education, going back to school. It doesn't have. You can learning. It means just picking up a book or listening to something to so, to a podcast or having a conversation with someone who is more knowledgeable in in their expertise. That's what I mean by learning. It's you don't have. It doesn't have to be the formal structure. Because we all know we have families, and so I do go to a lot of conferences, and I pick up the phone with folks from different areas and just talking, listening to them. You, you it's an you don't know how much you can pick up from just talking to people, and try to absorb that knowledge. That's what I mean when I say learning. So th- that's that's the the other points I want to make about um, the 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 goal and trying to stay focused, and and finally. To me it's the, 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 it doesn't matter your goal in life if you pick something that you like and you work hard you will get there um, it's um, especially here in the US uh, yes there are limitations maybe in some other countries but I think if you start small and you work very hard and there is the desire that's why when you asked me first hey how did you uh, pick up banking and I said it just because I love the numbers and, I, and, and so I stayed within my space someone may like soccer or may like music if that's what you like and that's your passion go for it and just small increments and uh, until you will get there at some point if you put the hard work you will get there
0: I love it I love it and, and that's the bottom line I mean there is nothing easy and, and you have to put hard work and I love what you said about knowledge this is not, you know, specifically education. I mean, right now, I mean, there's formal education, there's informal education, and there's plenty to learn from everywhere. You mentioned podcasts, you mentioned, you know, books, conferences. Uh, I mean, with social media today, with the, the Internet, I mean, you have an open directory to any language, you know, line. I mean, it's it's lifelines everywhere. And I love what you said about just operate as a business big big picture small picture and small roles and by the way I I do I, I relate to you because in my career I mean other than media in the insurance world and and, and the the sales management one thing that I've same thing I started as a, as a representative and I moved my way up the ladder you know over the years different industry different products and things like that but the same thing happened whereby you learn uh, the little role is as important as the larger role because you can't do the top role if you don't know all the roles within your your division yeah, and understanding all the different intricate stuff. So it makes you even more valuable when you actually pitch you know, out there and people will, will want your expertise. So it's just something that is powerful. So folks, you know, if you're out there today in Morocco or outside of Morocco, anywhere in the world, doesn't matter if you're Moroccan or not. This is this is a global, you yeah. know, scale thing everybody if you have dreams, you have you know goals and you see something that's in you and I love what you said. It doesn't matter if it's music or whatever. if that's your passion, stick to your passion and work towards what that passion is going to drive you and don't give up easily on your aspirations. make it work. and there is no limit. there is nothing that's going to stop you. Yes, hurdles maybe a little setbacks, but you can, you know, maneuver those easily eventually if you have enough strong will and never give up. And that's a big, you know, piece of people, because I think sometimes we do tend to like, you know, sometimes either give up too soon or like, you know, or or just be listen to maybe uh, other negative folks, you know, or negativity. And I I do want to ask you about that. Uh, You know, what are some of the things to, to advise our audiences today about, you know, people telling you like, well, what, what, what makes you think you're going to do this or stuff? Cause you have, we have a lot of those folks out there that tend to like, why you, why well, you think you're going to be special. You're going to do this. We hear those things, you know, what do you say to those people? Uh, you know, li- not, not the ones that are saying this, but the people that are trying to do things in how to avoid, you know, getting all that, that, that garbage in.
1: Well, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I focus on myself. I, you, you can't win by looking at other people's and, and it's the same concept we use in business too. Like a, a successful bank, we try not to look at our competitors. We try to be more consumer driven. So, our focus, we don't look at, so we are the, we try to become the largest bank in Florida. And uh, so, instead of focusing on the competition, we focus on our consumers. So, we want to meet our commercial client needs. We don't care about what the other, com- what the competitors are doing, what the other banks are doing. The same thing for as a person, um, I focus on myself and my, my, needs and my passion, what I need to do, what I love to do, what other people, that's their opinion and their, I mean, to me, that's irrelevant. So I don't spend a lot of time, to be honest with you, on trying to um, analyze or, or seek their feedback because I know what I want. I will seek maybe, uh, listen to folks with the mentors and, and get their thoughts. But the bottom line, I, I know what I want and I know my strengths and weaknesses. So yeah, you should be focused on, on others. As I said, same thing on business too. We don't look at, I mean, we look at the competition, obviously, from pricing and other things. But our focus, it's the consumer. That's our goal. We stick with the consumer and we try to differentiate ourselves by becoming obsessed with the consumer versus trying to be obsessed with the competition or, in our case, obsessed with other people's opinion. Try to become obsessed with your needs and what you're trying to achieve in life versus others.
0: That that is that is so powerful and so deep. And and, and folks, yeah, uh, you have it. I mean, again, it's as simple as that. You know, uh, people are always going to talk, and when they see you in in a pad, they might say, "Oh, why you and this." don't listen to anyone just focus on exactly what your mission is and what your goals are nothing matters except what you think about yourself and how you can improve and and, and keep moving forward uh that's that's i think that's what makes a difference between some people who succeed sometimes some people actually who who stop you know behind or like you know get you know uh, i guess pulled back because they they get caught up with all the different you know uh vibes that are out there and don't worry about all that so it's really it's all about you. And by the way, this is not about being selfish. It's just being focused, you know, two different things. Being focused means that you know what you want and you're going towards it. And I love what you said about, you know, I don't care what the other guys do. I care about what my consumers want. As long as I deliver, you know, higher, I'm probably going to become the best. And that's really in your personal life and everything. So you want something, you go after it. Uh, people are going to tell you like, well, you, you're not going to make it. People are going to say like, well, why do you think you're going to be so special? And if you stop buying those things or sometimes they criticize you for no reason, they don't even know what you have. They criticize you. They just, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, guess what? I don't know what I'm talking about. That's okay. <laughs> but I know what I need. So I don't need that opinion. So it's that kind of thing. So folks, again, don't let people you know, pull you you know, down and, and hold you back. Nothing can hold you back except yourself. The limits are made by you. And I think that's that's something that you know we have in front of us today. As an example with Simo, nothing stopped him. And by the way, I mean, one thing that, you know, you talked about, we didn't talk about, you know, in, in, in depth, the fact that you were working remotely, you know, all the time. And you still manage a lot of people don't even, you know, cannot even fathom that. But the idea you are that good that, you know, companies don't mind for you to actually be, you know, moving and working and stuff, because that's the thing. You make, become a signature. You become you. You become someone that people are going to seek. Uh, you become the authority. As a matter of fact, you know, I always, I, I, had the quote, you know, a few, few months back, but I said that, you know, you know, Get so good at what you do to become the authority of that, whatever that is that you do. So people come to you for expertise and advice. And that's it. Once you become that, you gain everything. And everyone watching and listening today has the ability to do that. There is nothing that can stop you except you. So again, that's just my piece. Uh Simo, so so we're coming out to the end of the show today. But so I if you can just give some Nice advice to our younger audiences, and and by the way, all audiences of the world, like you know, advice in terms of uh, business per path and and just you know mindset. What would you say to people to keep them motivated and engaged towards their targets and goals?
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, I mean, bottom line, you have to manage you, from a professional side, or uh, uh, you manage your, yourself as a brand almost. So you you are a brand of yourself. So what I mean by that in your interaction with your colleagues or uh, the people around you vendors or customers you want to have you, you you want to treat them nice the, the, treat them the way you want to be treated and you want to work very hard and you would pay back so and it's going back to the remote thing i mean it wasn't easy but i put the so i worked very hard and i built that brand recognition to within the hey it, even if i'm remote i'm working as hard as someone in the office and and so you just have to uh work hard and and keep your brand meaning well i'm going to treat everyone the same i want to be treated uh not just because i have maybe this position or this role then i'm going to treat people differently and that pays back i think that has a long-term effect on on your career and you as a person too and i play the same thing in my life too so well um, it doesn't matter who I'm interacting with. I try to treat them the way I want to be treated. Uh, so go, the, 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 the advice that I, I think it will be helpful to someone, whether Moroccan or someone maybe uh, going back, I will say just pick something that you like and keep working hard at it. You will get there. It doesn't matter how hard uh, the 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 fun and the enjoyment is actually going through all that process it's not the final dissemination. to be honest with you you have to go back i won't mind doing uh going through the whole process one of the best years were at tangier or back at disney <laughs> so that was the fun and even the years back at college at ucf or, or other university i attended it was that time the crunch time the the night late nights spending hours at the library and, and so on it was fun, and I don't mind doing it because that's the, the that's what makes you who you are. It's it wasn't the destination, it wasn't the degree or the job. It's the path
0: to get there. It's the journey, and you enjoyed every part of it. And that's that, exactly. that's that's very powerful, Simo, because if you don't enjoy every step of the way, you get bored and you get tired, and you all get to, you know. Basically, you know, disappointed in, in that, and you can, you know, crash. Uh, it's all about making it, you know, sweet and lovable and enjoyable all across. And and I, 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 listen, that is some super stuff. I think today we've, we've, we've learned a lot and we've gained a lot of momentum and a lot of, you know, insights from you, Simo. Uh, and like I said, I'm proud of you, dude. And then it's, it's a trail stay- honor. <laughs> no,
1: it's same here. I mean, I'm, thank you. I mean, this, it was fun. I enjoyed the conversation. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, and yeah, if there is anything that can help, uh, definitely please reach out to me. And hopefully, we'll, next time we'll get to see you down here in Florida. That's it. Uh, we bring all the guys together. We we'll, we we'll spend some time.
0: I think it's time for us to do another reunion. Yeah, <laughs> we should. Yeah, but but listen, I mean, you know, thank you so much for your time. You know, taking you know this hour and and really you know giving so much uh, good. Uh, and value to our audiences and listeners worldwide. And it doesn't matter what background, although this is the Moroccan channel, this is, you know, just to kind of give some uh, input to our younger folks around the world that actually want, you know, a path. But it's also for anyone that's watching and listening today, this is the same rules apply for everybody. If you do exactly what we talked about today, it doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter who you are, you can. And again, it might vary depending on where you are and some circumstances, but, you know, the variance is, are just simple little hurdles or setbacks that you can still navigate and maneuver. So don't let those, you know, stop you. Uh, Simo, this was great. And we do have to actually catch up soon, man. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, Folks, it's been real. Thank you so much for watching. This is Morocco channel with your host hurricane uh, H, and we'll be talking soon new day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.
1: Thank you.